Live from the Johns Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. Ah, uh, yes. Time for another week of Wrench Nation here on 88.7 The Pulse. It's Steve and Frank. Hello there, Frank. What is happening, people? Welcome back. This is your car talk, people. Your car culture. Your show. We are always welcome. Welcome to bring you guys back every Wednesday. 480-655-8870 is our phone number. That's 480 480- 655-8870. Of course, we want to hear from you. Call or text anytime, anytime you have a question about anything might be going on with your car, whether it's making a crazy noise or it's doing a little shake and you can't figure out what it is and you need another opinion. Well, we'll see if we can help you here on Wrench Nation. Now, listen, you're driving. Be honest yep. with yourself. You got a noise and everyone says to you, we hear the noise. And then you're driving and you see you don't hear the noise. I'm hearing a lot of and, those belts going, but, but my Lately, thing is, by the way. you're driving with a noise. It's like yeah. a squeaky mattress spring. I can still get some sleep. It's not too bad, but I'll live with the squeaky spring. Not so much with your ride. So this show, people, you know every week we bring it live, Wrench Nation. It's all about you. If you have any car questions, car conundrums. If someone in the family is selling you a car, that's right. Family members oh, may boy. sell you a car. I never like to buy or sell things to family members. It happens. I've that's had usually a nightmare. I've had three people in the garage. Yeah. And this is a difficult area yeah, for a mechanic had, to navigate. I had, like I told you before, I had several uncles who are mechanics, cousins who are mechanics, grandparents who are mechanics, tons of mechanics in my family, Frank. So usually if they sold you a car, you knew it was probably on the right track. What I've been telling people, and this is tough, I'm telling you, please, guys, listen to some of my pain. You come in and you say, hey, Frank, we'd like you to take a look at a car Aunt Louise is selling us. Right. And I'm like, I don't care if Jay Leno selling you a car. We need to check it out. And it gets to be a, that gets to be a tough line for mechanics. You know, we got a lot of mechanics across the country that listen to the show. Tell me if I'm wrong, people. If you're inspecting a car and it's another family member's car, and of course, it's always been taken care of really well, that could be a problem uh, for a mechanic because he wants to give you the straight and skinny and he doesn't want to get into the family politics. So uh, you guys know you can call a little check engine light. Maybe, you know, this is another hot spot. I know you guys may have experienced this before. Uh, light bulbs are fairly simple. Maybe you got an HID setup. That's not so simple. But you go in and change your light bulb, and the sucker's still not working. Right. So all the little things that you folks, I know you guys have been with us for a long time. You've tried on your own, and maybe it just hasn't worked out. Call us. Right. 480-655-8870. We want to hear from you today on Wrench Nation. That's right. This week's been an interesting week in the garage. Um, it, it seems like it's never ending. We always have to buy tools. Okay. That's fair to say. Sure. You know, tools. Without tools, how can you do your work? So I thought to myself, if we got any dentists that are listening, do you guys have to buy as many tools as we? I'm sure they do. I'm saying that tools seems to be a big, big issue. They got to have all their tooth tools. I'm saying somebody <laughs> needs to figure out a way 
Well, actually, you guys know that the industry is changing. We always tell you the next 10 years of technology right. is equal to the last 50 years. Right. Uh, so we're not so much buying a whole lot of like, wow. I mean, we got our hand tools. Sure. But man, there's all kinds of communication devices that we're getting. So uh, it's never ending. And so if you see a mechanic, feel his pain. And give him a hug because he's buying a lot of tools. <laughs> That's what I say. Costs a lot of money, those tools. It does. And I got to tell you, before we dive into the news, we got a jam-packed show. I got, look, have you ever, your favorite food truck? Oh, there's a lot of great food I'm, trucks. In this town, there is. Yeah. There's only a few of them. And that, they always have those food truck, food <laughs> truck festivals, food tuck festivals, food truck festivals. Give it an acronym. Tummy, F- tummy tuck for the food truck. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now. Uh, we are, you guys would like to know, you're driving in your cars, you're saying, okay, Frank, enough babble about your, your pain about tools. Right. What guest and what is the show topic going to be on? Well, I figured I'd take us all on a journey. We've all lined up for our favorite food trucks, and we've gotten some cheeseburger, and, and we've gotten everything that we like. Right. Uh, re, 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 re <laughs> we, fried. we have a guest <laughs> in the studio with a food truck. She keeps giving us the cards. Yeah, and I'm oh, we're excited. Talk all about your food trucks. Don't yes, worry. Yes, we are going to get to it. But and they're making me hungry. I'm I, a fat man, so I need to eat. All right, wait a minute. We need a drum roll for this show topic. Especially, especially we some do it? chicken and waffles. All oh right. boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now listen, you guys have been with us for a long time, so all I right. try to keep it clever on the show title. Are you ready? <laughs> we are talking. From Gears to Gourmet, all about inside food trucks. Yes. And I've got a special guest. She's going to be joining us in a little bit, but I think we got some got some news to cover. There's we always, do have some news. Time some for some news, news music for some Wrench Nation news. All right, so I got to tell you guys, LeBron. LeBron James? Yeah. Okay. I Le- mean, there's no other LeBron as far as, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you may know him as LeBad. I know him as the king. Or the King James, yeah. We got some news that involves the the big daddy on the basketball court. What did he do? I got to tell you, LeBron is involved. He got traded to the Suns for Eric Bledsoe? (laughs) Oh, God, I hope so. We need help. All right, you Phoenix Suns fan, maybe you can call in and give us your... your, Oh, uh, boy. But no, no, um, (laughs) uh, LeBron James is involved. And and now he's been quoted as as, uh, sort of saying he's nervously involved. Now, what could he be involved in, people? A food truck? No. Oh. Although, I could see LeBron. That'd be a big food well, you truck. Know, he had that show where he was investing in businesses in Cleveland. You know? He is. No, LeBron is, is a mad scientist on the court as well as an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. But what else can LeBron be involved in I if he's know. being spoken about here on Wrench Nation? Cars. Yes. Oh. He is nervously endorsing Intel's launch of their autonomous driving vehicle oh really now if i could flip my screen maybe you guys can check this out but here's I big here's big daddy lebron james yeah. Yeah. in the back of a car yeah. he's sitting in the back seat comfortably smirking looking yeah. at his phone like he's snapchatting away yeah. and there is no driver in there look amazing. at amazing so lebron james is getting down with the autonomous now i've told you guys I'm on the autonomous bandwagon. You are big time. Now, now hold on a second. Is Waymo something to do with autonomous? Because I'm seeing this everywhere around yeah, town. So like, you, I live in Chandler. I see Waymo all the town. Waymo. All the time, yeah. Waymo is the QT version oh. of uh, self-driving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're fast food for self-driving. No, all Waymo right. is actually a very respected company uh, that is, look, you got to understand. Do they just drive around in cars with nothing to do? 
Or well, like no people rides or something. No, there is science going on, man. Oh, They're okay. measuring All everything. Right. But Intel right. is tapped professional Big Daddy LeBron James. He's a Nash in his national advertising campaign. Not that he doesn't have enough commercials to do already. Uh, he's doing some digital ads that launched this past Monday. So look for that. He's on Google. He may be on your Facebook feed. You check him out. Big seven foot LeBron King Daddy is in the back seat, and there's no one driving. He's somewhat comfortable. <laughs> he's somewhat comfortable well, i mean you gotta have a big car for lebron james in reality the car featured in that commercial people is not really autonomous uh a fact that intel spokesperson confirmed that that car is in the mode of becoming autonomous a lot of these cars start at like level four right 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 level six is full on wow good night you don't need anybody right uh, some of you are buying cars now that are level three. Yeah, I, I still like the power of driving and feeling that power. And I just can't imagine. Not me. Just I got a lot. A car that I got a lot of work. I got to get done. I'm going to be working in my car. Well, you drive it. You figure it out. Now that you mentioned that, Frank, <laughs> if I could get some sleep while I'm in that car, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah. So that you know, that's a little bit of uh, a little bit of the news, man. All I'm right. so I'm trying to figure out where's Eminem. He's still in Detroit. Is he me- he messing with Michigan still? And and and. Uh, uh, what was it? Chrysler? He's probably not voting for Kid Rock. Could Eminem be behind a self-autonomous? He'd, what would Eminem do in the backseat of an autonomous vehicle? Rap. No. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. He did come out with a recent rap. Did you? Yeah. Well, of course he did. He, he seemed did the angry. Donald Trump one, yeah. I mean, he seemed angry. I don't yeah. know if there was. I don't know. I, what do I know? We're old. We don't know. What do we know? Eminem, if you're listening, I know you Detroit peeps. <laughs> Eminem's we a good chance. We have Detroit listening, so give, Eminem could be somewhere. that the, you know, Give, give us a call. I can help you with verse two. We, there you we're go. We're talking gears to gourmet here on the Wrench Nation. <laughs> you know you make me want uh, How about some shout-outs today, Frank? Yeah, we're talking shout-outs. This is all brought to you by Slap a Car Thief in the Face, people. Forget about it. That anti-theft device installed on your precious ride is impossible, really, uh, for these thieves to get through. So get on to NeverGonnaGetIt.com or get on to our WrenchNation.tv. This week's shout-outs, people. Uh, he's been on the show before. He's an incredible car maniac. Over 400 design builds for Hollywood. You guys check out FireballTim.com. He's covering all the new cars and classics. He's out in Malibu. Journey with him and Kathy. They've got an amazing vlog. You can catch him Fireball.com. And I'll hang out with the best out there in Malibu. Our phone number, 480-655-8870. No matter where you are in the world, call us, 480-655-8870. Ranch Nation continues next. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now, 480-655-8870. All right, we're back with Ranch Nation. It's Steve and Frank and you at 480-655-8870. Of course, we always want to hear from you. Talk or text anytime you may have questions about what's going on with your car or some advice you need about buying a new car or selling a car or whether or not you should put some money into a car to get the money out of it that you need when you sell it. We'll tell you what we can help you with right here on Wrench Nation. That's right. And if you guys are listening, you know that sometimes you have these situations in your car and you're, you may not think it's a big deal. Well, we can help you resolve that. Yes. And perhaps it's not as painful. I think a lot of you are driving and... Well, that check engine light's been on since 1968. It's not going to be a problem. So we welcome those calls. We are talking today about, uh, you know, we said gears to gourmet, which just essentially we're going to dive into the food truck industry. And I figured we'd start before we bring our very special guest on who operates an amazing company, an amazing food truck here locally. 
We're going to dive in. Apparently, what, they have several the, food trucks here. Several. We're yeah. going to get there. But you guys got to understand that in the food truck business, you got to be unique, not just on the menu, true. but in the truck platform itself, right? Yeah, means yeah. that, you know, there's different styles. Yeah, I've watched Marcus Lamonis the profit enough to know all about it. Yeah, well, he's probably throwing, <laughs> he's throwing, hey, let me turn your business around. I got half a million dollars. Yeah, he's got, he's got some food truck. And businesses. most of you listening know that in the food truck business, you know, it, what it is, let's face it, yeah. right? I, I want to do a restaurant. I know I got the talent. Sure. But holy goodness, a restaurant costs buku money. Well, it costs quite a bit of money to get a food truck going, too. It does. It does. Right? And so yep. um, a lot of you that Not may be lined up, you're, you're, you're probably having your favorite drink, and you're getting ready to entertain some really good food. You got plumbing systems. You get that. Sure. Uh, drain boards, grease yep. traps, disposal, water heater, fresh water, gray water, exhaust hood, fan motor. It goes on and on. And my special guest we're going to introduce here in just a moment is nodding her head like, oh, yeah, I've been through that one. <laughs> but I want you guys to understand that most of these food trucks, to buy a brand new food truck gets real spendy. Yes. It's not impossible. Right. But and so in the food truck world, um, we try to get these trucks that we can outfit and personalize. Right. Get something that's not too mechanical uh, of a nightmare that's going to be too too much uh, right. maintenance. But I will tell you, uh, mechanically, what we can see and by the way, if you are a food truck fan, hang on. We got a special guest. You well, may have uh, seen her out there. But uh, before, if you, before we bring our guest <laughs> in, about four years ago, Frank, and I remember I have one of my favorite food trucks. And by the way, text us what your favorite food truck is in the Valley, 480-655-8870. We'd love to have that information. What's your favorite food truck? Mine was the grilled cheese food truck. Have you ever seen that one? I have. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of them. But when I went and met Ed Sheeran like four years ago, one of my buddies at another radio station brought me over there. When Ed Sheeran came in, and when I met him, they also bought us lunch at a food truck. All and right. it was Ed. You know, we had lunch with Ed Sheeran. We got the the grilled cheese food truck. So text us what your favorite food truck is, please. Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. We'll share it on the air. And we don't care. You don't have to be fancy. You can say I like that liver and onions food truck. I you know love what? my if, liver and onions. If it has to do with, with you know me, chicken and 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 gravy and mashed potatoes, I take it. Now, what we see in the garage, people, uh, with a lot of these food trucks. Of course, preventative maintenance seems yeah. to be the overall ruling factor, right? Anything. It's like your teeth, man. Brush your teeth. You, you should be okay with cavities. So nothing ever beats PM, right. preventative maintenance. However, with the food trucks, understand that these food trucks are running and gunning from gig to gig. Sure. Catering gig. Uh, they're going from place to place. Well, you got to go out to lunches at different uh, different places around Valley, like like Intel and different businesses right. that you know, have to supply food for their their uh, their uh, employees, right? And so underneath these shells uh, is essentially the bones of a GM or a Ford. Sure, uh, you see a lot of the GM P thirty, uh, P sixty platforms. Some of the big daddies got the diesel diesels in them. So for the most part, mechanically not much different. They take a bit more abuse on suspensions, right? Uh, and you know they need to be reliable, and so. That's there. Look, there's no fancy talk about what's involved in a food truck mechanically. We really just want to get to our guest, and our guest. We have a drum roll or some whistle. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. Let's see. We have a drum roll at this point. We can bring the claps in when she comes. All right. So (laughs) we have uh, on the show today a very special guest uh, running Buzz and Bees. Good food, flavors from all around the world. We've got Mrs. B. Welcome. What is happening? Mrs. B. Welcome. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having me. 
No, thanks for being here. You know, it's awesome you run a food truck because food trucks, they're the big thing now. And I do DJ a lot of weddings. Yeah. And I've done weddings where the caterers are the food trucks. People can go up and get what they want from the food truck. Have you done something like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Food trucks are the trendiest thing that people do these days for yeah. weddings. Now, listen, uh, we got a we got a little backstory going because B, um, B we, we met maybe a few months ago. Mm-hmm. B has some serious inspiration. Let's back up a little bit. We're going to okay. go back to the college days. B, don't hide behind the microphone. No, step on up that mic. <laughs> I, I understand that, B, you were a collegiate basketball player. Tell oh. us, and what college? Yes, I was a Hawkeye. I played basketball at the All University you? of Iowa. University of Iowa. Yes. My, my cousin would love you. My cousin, <laughs> William Gross, he hates Iowa State. It's University of Iowa. Right. Absolutely. Iowa. Yep. So you did the basketball thing. You get out of basketball. Let me ask you about this food truck. How were you compelled? What what gra- what made you gravitate? I'm going to do a food truck. Well, um, I was actually watching TV and saw the great food truck race. And when I was back in college, I was, um, well, they called me like the Black Martha Stewart because I loved cooking. I made uh, cakes for a barbecue restaurant. Oh. And Let me tell you I've something. I've always loved doing all this. You guys things. listening, she's not kidding. Uh, <laughs> B is a, I, we can't say this on the air, but she's a kick, blankety blank, and take no names or prisoners. <laughs> and and sometimes what that's about is that drive and spirit. Yeah, so, absolutely. B, we got a lot of listeners out there. Some some of our listeners are starting businesses, or perhaps they may have failed a few things and they walked away. We know that it's a big challenge in general of a business, let alone a food truck. What were some of the things that you engaged in initially that may have just pounded you and said, man, I can't do this? Well, Is that ever a um, thought? When I first started, I didn't have much. Um, you know, it wasn't a situation where I had the money for a right. startup. So I'm thankful of um, the largest and awesomest um, food truck company in the Valley, Ralph's Snack Bar. Okay. They rented Whoa. a truck out to me. Ralph's well, is yes. huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. I see Ralph's they everywhere. over 70 trucks. They wow. rented a truck out to me. Very generous. And, um, you know, I got it going and just uh, wanted to make sure that it was the right thing. So I rented from them for four years. Um, you know, you didn't play four years. You really, well, yeah. yeah. And, and so, uh, it was when food trucks were just coming out and we'd sometimes pull up places and drive around for a full day and make about 80 bucks. Like it wasn't wow, like what sure. you see on food network in LA. Or exactly. You're not making $2,000 oh, no, instantly. Not in the beginning. So no. buzz and bees, good food. What kind of foods are you serving off this food truck? So we do Southern style cuisine predominantly okay. where we do, um, food network featured our catfish po' boy. Oh, food network. That's oh, a big, uh, that's a big, big uh, yeah. company. Oh, yes. We, we that ain't no joke. boxing gloves in the kitchen and <laughs> our five cheese mac and cheese. That's super good. Wow. And, um, we do a lot of delicious dishes like, um, our Thai egg roll casserole, we do Indian coconut curry. Um, we do a grilled Jamaican jerk chicken bowl. So you got a variety. Yes. But more importantly, in, in speaking to the food truck industry or any business, you got to build a fan base. Oh, yeah. And, of course, social media. Mm-hmm. Is there any, any sm- social media peeps you want to say hi to? Because we can do a Snapchat live if you want. <laughs> it's all good. But social media, talk to us about that because a lot of us out there, um, we're all on social media, mm-hmm. but from a business perspective, we're thinking, okay, um, what do I do? Um, do I tweet at 10 o'clock? Do I snap? What do I tell us about how you're communicating with your people? Right. So a lot of times we go to events, pass out business cards, and, um, there are a few, uh, well-known roundups in the Valley. Like, uh, what is a roundup? A food truck roundup is when there's, you know, a nice cluster of food trucks. up oh, to as many as Steve, about that's a good old time. Oh, right. Sounds yeah. like an awesome time. Yes. Oh gosh. So we usually do those every Friday night. We do AZ festivals, um, oh, food yeah. truck roundups like in Queen Creek and Gilbert, uh, we're mostly in the East Valley with sure. ours, you know, awesome roundups that, you know, people come to and you get a lot of small family owned restaurants 
on wheels pretty much. So. Well, let right. me ask yeah. you, because you rent that, are you responsible? You rent the truck from Ralph's. Do you still rent it or now? No, I own? went on ahead and took the step uh, three okay. years ago, and um, now I own my own. I went so, from one to two to three. It's, you know, they're kind of like my babies now. Right. <laughs> now, these are, your, these are your babies, like you said. You've got to have a lot of maintenance. You've got to oh, take yeah. care of them because you don't want the problems to go so far oh, right. mechanically that's going to cost you an arm and leg or take them out of service, right? Right. Because well, I always remind these people, these trucks are almost as old as me. Yeah, and that's that the that's it. the thing, and that's why we've got beyond. And of course, Ranch Nation is about old community, truck. a little bit of inspiration. But we are going to spritzer in some uh, some good tips, some sound advice about uh, your fleet vehicle. Right, yeah. it could be a fuel truck. Maybe you're sure. a cur- maybe you got some Lyft drivers, right? Uber drivers even right? has vans that they take students out in. That's right. Yeah. So the idea is, and and we're gonna get we're gonna get to be on these uh, particular questions. What her experience has been, maybe some advice to other folks out there, but. The thing about it is you can't preach enough about preventative maintenance, but what I would say to you guys more so with the type of driving fleet in general, uh, I would speak to the food truck crowd as well, right? Is that suspension can take a grounding and pounding. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of weight. There's a lot of load. Some of these trucks are older. Uh, Perhaps you guys are driving Lyft. Um, You guys are driving a uh, maybe a little four-door sedan. Maybe it's it's, it's probably like a 15 with 60,000 or so on it. You know, you can't wait for those noises to just pop up because when you're down, bam, you're done. And I, before we get to the break, and we've got B uh, from Buzz and B's uh, food truck out, uh, she'll be back with us again in the next break. But before we break for that, B, tell me what, just be real, because we got mechanics listening. I'm a ranch. You know, we got a garage. What is your absolutely horrific experience with a mechanic? Oh. oh, I know it's a loaded you question. Have one? Oh, yes. She got oh. a few, but yeah. I, I want you to share. That. But think about this. Think about what is the golden nugget for folks listening, specifically fleet. If you could say something about an experience. And don't say names of a place. Or no names, no. but just we're trying to educate and right. inspire other folks to not make the same mistakes I made, you made, mm-hmm. Steve made, and so on. What do you got to say? Um, well, the most expensive part of a vehicle is, I'm sure you guys will attest to, is the engine. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the heat of the summer, uh, that's much harder on these food trucks. And right. um, I found myself three summers ago with uh, the engine going out on one of my food oh. trucks. And then and you were two, busy. That's busy oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Two weeks later, the next engine went out. Oh. So I had two. I was dead in the water. Dead but, in the water. Oh, now the, the place warranted, but you were down. You had two on the same truck two or no? Two different trucks. Oh, oh, that's a yep. double whammy. They oh. got two engines in one truck, do they, Frank? Oh. I no, no, I, 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 was, I was just, I, I wasn't really listening like a bad radio guy. <laughs> but um, no, it's like the roof leaking and then everything else goes so down. Did and they have to replace the whole engine in each one? Yes, I had to have the engines Ooh. down. But as Frank knows, you know, I've got to keep the show on the road while I can. So yeah. We have yeah. A, it was a Detroit diesel engine. We oh. had to have it shipped in from Ohio. Wow. And um, all yeah. the while, I had to keep my show on the road. So. Sure. You know, yeah. I was spending um, upwards of $220 a week on oil. It was leaking like a sieve. Oh, but boy. I had to keep the truck rolling until sure. they got and, the part. Because well, you're going to lose well, way more than that oh, if you're not sure. doing the job. And we're going to talk yeah. more about that, some of the areas that uh, could get away from you. But you had said something that really strikes me, and you guys listening know this. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You do. Mm-hmm. I mean, 200 bucks a week in oil topping off seems like it, but, man, we got to get to the gigs. we got to yep. make the events. Can't let relationships down. Uh, you guys stick around. We're going to dive in a little bit more uh, to uh, Bee's Enterprises of or her food trucks. We're going to talk about uh, some of the menu items. And I got a question when we get back. 
What is the competition? We know restaurants sometimes like to compete. Right. Would we like to know what's the inner secrets of those restaurants? Oh, I bet those you there are some food truck competitions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So. See it on TV. That's uh, right. Text us or call us 480-655-8870. Hey, what's your favorite food truck? Text us. We want to know. I've got Waffle Love as one here. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk. 480-655-8870. Text it right now. What's your favorite food truck? We want to hear from you. Car talk. Car culture. Car tips. Car music. All that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, we're back here, Wrench Nation. Steve and Frank and our guest B is in studio with us from the... Well, she's got several food trucks. She we talked is about busy, Buzz man. and Bees. Yeah. Good food, but we also, she has chicken and waffles for the people. That would be my favorite. So where does this one show up? Because I need to get out there. Well, we are <laughs> we are all over the valley. We go to different office buildings, yes. apartment complexes, corporate parties, and um, we do food truck roundups uh, okay. once or twice a week as well. So fresh scratch. The other is fresh scratch chicken on wheels. What's that about? Mango Flats. It's a fresh scratch kitchen. So, um, you know, we have a pretty wide breadth of uh, menu items. Sure. When people say, hey, can you do something? We're thinking more like Ooh, a taco bar. Flatbread pizza, mm-hmm. gourmet burgers, salads, flat out good food. Yes. That sounds good. All your food trucks sound very oh, good. Thank you. There's real good comfort food. Oh, yeah. That's what I like about it. B, you've been out of NASCAR. Yes. That's a crazy place. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's good for business. Oh, yeah. Because you know what? People line up. Mm-hmm. And by and the way. Like still till this day, people come up to me from four years ago and they say, oh, we saw you at NASCAR. And like, wow. I feel like a small celebrity or something. If well, you're, and it's a little bit. We're going to get all your information. So if somebody wants to get in contact with you about sure. booking your food truck for an event, we want to make sure they get it. That's right. You guys uh, chime in. Text us. 480-655-8870. What's your favorite food truck? We want to know what your deliciousness is. Of course, uh. Uh, B is not going to get offended, although she knows she's got the rocking food truck. And speaking of rocking food truck, well, you know, obviously they go out and about and they do the food truck roundup. Say, so have friends. You have food truck friends, oh, right? Yeah. You got yeah. a little food truck yeah. union. You guys help each other out, right? Now let I, me ask. I you. say I'm a carny. You know, you're like, a carny. Exactly. <laughs> it, it very well could be like that. And so step right up, step right up. Try <laughs> this chicken and waffles. Now let me ask you something. Uh, menus are coveted. Mm-hmm. We don't mess with somebody's menu. We want to know some drama. Has anybody stolen? You don't have to mention names, but does that is that even an issue, or is that super coveted? Don't mess with my menu. Well, on Buzz and Bees, it's um kind you, of family style still. We do have Kiana Ryan, who um, is family, and we started since the beginning, and we make our own house seasoning. Okay. Because people always tell us that's the best fried chicken they've ever had. And well, they want Not in s- an arrogant way, but we know. And uh, the reason why is we make our own seasoning that's got like 12 delicious seasonings in it, and we started- That's one more than the colonel. You know, yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, we're cutting down chicken on the truck, and we do our special brining method and all of that. I have to play her so by church's chicken song. Kinda- <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're, we're talking about food trucks and all the goodness and the mechanical uh, woes. We talked about some engine issues, and that's a bad that's a bad hair and a half day, two engines in a very short time of period. Yeah. If you're if you got other food truck listeners uh, out there, if you could talk to another food truck, what would you tell them? They're just starting, uh, mm-hmm. not to repeat mechanically. Maybe that was an experience of how you went with mechanics or a particular repair. Um, what would you do differently? If I can ask, in, in sure. light of inspiring others to maybe not do the same thing. Right. Um, there are a couple of things that I would say looking back, I would definitely do like um, instead of just going out and buying a food truck, uh, definitely have a reputable mechanic such as. 
Frank with Desert Car Care. Check oh, out the gosh. truck. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You know, gosh. he's going to be doing that for me next week with my newest purchase coming up here. Yeah, um, you're buying another one. Yeah. How's that been? Tell the folks if they're interested. Now, this is not just food truck people. We know a lot of you folks out there driving uh, Courier. You're doing Lyft. You're doing Amazon. You're in the business of driving. How did how did you, what was that all? That Did you have to deal with a messed up salesperson or anything? No, um, pretty much the food truck business has a lot of turnover because, you know, it, there's so many different variables to it. People um, come and go. Yeah, there's a, since I started back um, back in October of 2011, um, about 90% of the food trucks are out of business who started then. You know, the turnover is really, really high. You know, people don't usually last yeah. more than three three years. Well, you know, you know B, it, they it's say. It's a burnout. You got to have your, your kitchen has to be on point, your marketing of the food truck of where you're going to be. Cause, and you, you can't know, be afraid to work a 17, right, 18, 20 hour sure. day. And then you have to have the mechanics on because you'll go out of business. I've seen many trucks go out of business because they it's couldn't tough. afford the mechanical. Up- yeah, it's tough. You got to keep it balanced uh, like anything else, a good business plan with a certain budget. Um, so you're buying another truck. Mm-hmm. And what? Uh, tell us what what's the vision for that. You haven't even put your label or branding on that yet. So I'm going to stay with um, one of my concepts that I have right now. It's a situation where I'm going to upgrade out of one of my older trucks and uh, just get into a newer generation truck. Um, very smart you know um, yeah one we of my trucks is a diesel super heavy duty a little too heavy duty for the job you know right. all the stuff and, and, and go and and that's an old snap-on truck yes just so you know right. that one uh for you guys just joining us we got uh b from uh buzz and b's uh food truck as well as the uh, fresh scratch kitchen on wheels mango flats mango flats and forgive me my eyes are shot i got surgery and next chicken week. and waffles for the people for, Doing the, it for people. the people that's <laughs> it so speaking of the people where can they find you on social media yes yeah, so we have um facebook instagram twitter we're always posting pictures of our yummy food um we go to a lot of different events and uh and just tell people to hit us up all right now listen we got another special guest miss chloe you got your daughter in here. And we, Hi, Chloe. Hi, step Chloe. Up, step up to the microphone step over there. Up, step, we've oh, got, no, don't hit your head on it. We've got <laughs> Chloe here. Chloe, Hi, Chloe. Chloe is uh, Ms. B's daughter, and it's a family affair. Hi, Chloe. How are you? We're going to give you some claps. Hi, Chloe. Good. I'm good. What's, hey, right. what school do you go to? Esperanza. That's my favorite school, Frank. Oh, God, that's <laughs> your favorite school. Hey, let me ask you a question. What's your favorite food from any of the food trucks? Which is your favorite food truck? Oh, Mine is the fried chicken and mac and cheese because oh, yeah. it has because it has honey driven. Oh, you can't beat honey. Now let me ask you, Miss Chloe, you work closely with Mama. Yes. Is Mama hard to work for? No. Tell us what's good. <laughs> Tell us what's good you in the pay kitchen. Pay minimum wage. Well, basically, um, we sell rich boys and we do um. Rich boys, is that the opposite of the poor, poor and boys? We, and when ever my, when my mom sells rich boys, she yells rich boy. Oh. And, um, <laughs> How do I do it, Chloe? How does it sound? we do lemonade. All right, now, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, tell, tell the listeners, give us, you are going to make pretend your mom, when mom yells out rich boys. Yes. Like, how does that sound? Okay. Go ahead, Chloe. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. What's mommy sound like? So when she sells it out the window, then she's like, rich boy, got a rich boy. Do the voice. You got to yell it out. Do the voice. Okay. Well, whenever she sells it out, she's like, rich boy, got a rich boy. (laughs) Ah, so mama, (laughs) it sounds like you got the whole crew, family, tribe, everybody (laughs) trained on the branding. And Chloe, you rock for being in studio. Um, And, you know, B, I was just thinking to myself here, listening to your daughter, a lot of our listeners uh, are family business. 
in all kinds, you know, pizza, you know, restaurants and garages. I've been doing it since I was four. Wow. Whoa, that's a clap right there. That's like half of your life already. Why? That's awesome. You rock. I've been on the truck since I was (laughs) two. Oh, boy. Wow, you've been at it for a while, so we're going to have you back. Chloe, Chloe, we're going to do a special segment with you alone because we Mm -hmm. got a lot of kids listening out there. And you kids listening, Chloe, what would you tell the kids out there about working? Well, if you want to work a food truck, you have to have you have to have the courage that you're not going to get hurt or anything because you do have to cut things there and you do have to make things. I love that. That's a clap you right there. You do have to serve um, food out, and if you're not the person for that, you might be a little bit shy. So All right. That. That job might not be free. So be careful. <laughs> That's it. That's some good advice from Chloe. And uh, we've got B in studio. So B, tell us about some gigs that you got coming up. Some maybe some big gigs or small local local gigs. Tell us about that. Um, we have. Um, so being that I have a couple, a few trucks, then sometimes I tag team for sure. large caterings. You know, I'll, I'll offer to bring two of my trucks out together right. for um, a catering, and then we offer. Um, and so we're able to get the food out quicker and a nice menu for lots of people. And yep. we That's why I've seen that nice weddings, break. like two trucks, people yeah. going everywhere. You know, there's 150, 200 people there. So yeah. you got to work through mm-hmm. them all. Right. Now let me ask you, the largest uh, staff, I mean, do you keep a three or four man team? Does that change in that business based upon volume or you, you can rock and roll with your main top team of three to four people or whatever? Right. So each truck, um, sometimes I rotate staff between the trucks, but I like to have um, a team of two. It's, um, you know, and that's something sure. with the job, too. I always tell everyone it's a do-all job, and uh, we usually have a, a cook, and then we have the cashier, and the cashier kind of helps to prep things. Well, yeah, yeah, you do, you know, we, a lot of prep before you get oh, there, yeah, too, don't you? When we're rolling down the road, yeah. whoever's not driving is prepping along the way. You know, right. We learn that way to be efficient with our time. You know, that's sure. a half an hour, hour of time. And, and uh, so it's usually a two-person job, and then we um, have people on standby as well. Uh, so that if we're doing large events, then, you know, we'll do as many as five. But there's not much room in the food truck for more than that. Right. All right. Now, a lot of our listeners have been to restaurants. They see the front side of that restaurant. It is fancy. It is nice. You sit down. It's cozy. Everything comes to you. A lot of that is because we got these health codes and we, we got to be on top of it. Tell us about these food trucks. Um, health code wise, you know, are is, is the health code violations a big problem? Not I'm not saying for your truck. You know, we always got to work on stuff and we do our bit. But. Is that even a big issue? Is it is the health people coming after food trucks particularly? Oh, there... um, I would say it's about the same as restaurants. Uh, okay. They do come once a quarter to your food truck. It's just, um, I guess from talking to people I know who have restaurants, they yeah. get a heads up that, that the food truck, uh, oh, that the health the, department's coming with us. Yeah. They just pop on, you know, at the darndest of times, you yeah. know, when you have a long line, sure. health department, and then they inspect you and all of that. and everything Right on the spot. Kosher. For sure. Oh, you wow. know, you just keep it moving and everything. And, How do uh, they know where you're going to be? I mean, do, so, with yeah. our social media. Okay. So they, they oh, that's us. where. Oh. For sure. Oh, she's going to Well, they do, they do like <laughs> health inspections, even at like right. QT and Circle K now. Well, they do, and I ask that Anywhere because- Anywhere they got food, like hot dogs even. Right. Now, let me ask you another question. As mechanics, we don't like to be called, uh, you know, I mean, automotive technicians we like, uh, mechanic we like. We don't like grease monkey, mm-hmm. you know. In your business, if you get called a roach coach, is that a problem? Yeah, that's very <laughs> offensive. We I always clarify I that, we're, that we're gourmet food trucks. Right. So. Mm-hmm. You and you guys are because you guys got some killer food, awesome menu. And more importantly, you. people, you know it is about the food, but it is about the passion. And B, you got some serious passion. You've been through some stuff. Oh, yeah. And what's the plan for the future? You going in any other states or what are you doing? Um. Well, I... um. 
I would like to do a franchise type of thing, and I offer to a lot of my staff. Um, you know, I've had some wonderful, wonderful uh, husband and wife teams. Like right, I nice. had a couple, Jason and Jeannie. They ran my truck for almost a year. Thank wow. you for that. A Chuck, Chuck and Melissa, another couple that ran my truck. With the like market I said, this I big, you could do some franchising, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, since the beginning, I've had Kiana Ryan, like I said, who's family. So it's nice with that. But then I, I do offer to staff, you know, the opportunity that if you want to franchise out, I'll help you. You stay with me a season. And, you know, and then people bring their families out and get their kids on the truck and show them how it's done, too, so that kids can see and learn work ethic from their parents and seeing how, you know, to, to work hard and what a business brings you. And that's what it's about. It's one thing to have a business and you give good product, but if you can take people along for the ride and the journey and inspire them, be with Buzzin' Beads. You Buzzin' Bees, you check out B at a local, local next. How do they get a hold of you, B? Um, you can check me out on Facebook, okay. Buzzin' Bees. Okay. Uh, good food. And uh, you can also go to Gourmet Wheels AZ. So in addition to those three trucks, in order to continue work, I started a food truck event planning company where, in addition to mine, I send trucks to about 60 different oh, wow. locations a week. And so I've got GourmetWheelsAZ.com, and I get calls from all kinds of apartment buildings, you know, schools that say, hey, we have an event. Can you send food trucks out? And if mine aren't available, you know, I've got other fabulous food trucks that we send out as well. And uh, we just help everybody out as a family. Well, good business. luck to you in the future. Thank and thank, thank you, you so much for being on Wrench yes, Nation today. Thank you guys for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Wrench Nation returns next. Right. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Yes, we're back on Wrench Station. Thanks for your text. 480-655-8870. Keep them coming. What's your favorite food truck? I got the grilled cheese one just like mine. Uh, John's texted that in. Joby's saying Wap- Waffle Love. Everybody loves waffles. Not sure of this person's name, but they said Rockabelly. Oh. I don't know about that one. So I what's yours? 480 Texas 480-655-8870. Well, all right. You know, um, it was great to have B, if you guys are joining in, maybe you're late to the show. We're talking gears to gourmet food trucks, and we yep. figured it'd be great. Uh, B-, B is incredible because she works her business. And um, I think a lot of you out there, uh, and you don't have to be in business. I think it's just in general when you you're working a gig, you're working twelve hours a day. Sure, you got to find your moments of passion and inspiration during the day. I mean, because otherwise it gets doldrum. Well, you know, and the whole thing is, I love that there was an avenue for her because, like she said, she didn't have a ton of money to put into it and buy a new food truck or even buy an older food truck. They could cost like fifty thousand dollars to outfit once you get the truck. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. And she rented one from Ralph's, and everybody's seen Ralph's around town. Yeah, big, big, big. And she was yeah. able to get that business going, but it's just another another example of a person's passion and wanting to start their own business. And look how successful she is now. She's got three successful food trucks, and she keeps growing. So that's awesome. And she's humble. And I, you guys yes. know, you may have heard me say this before. Um, you know, this is our show, man. This is our community. And you guys mean a lot to us. And we'll share some stories that are pretty deep. You know, I started, Steve, man. Right. I. I started in the back of my Nissan 200SX. Okay. 240, whatever it was, a two-door. Right. And I had a small toolbox. Right. Wow. You know, I worked for a big dealer. Sure. And, you know, things changed. And I said, man, I want to go on my own. But, man, open a garage can get expensive. Ooh, yeah, so I, I did imagine. The, and I did, all the tools you need, because you had some, you know, when you went into the dealer, you had some tools, but they yeah. had the big stuff. Well, that's a big controversy now. I wouldn't. I should refrain and say it's not so much controversy. It's it's a challenge. Um, let's face it. Our industry is probably not seeing growing heights of interest for a lot of our youngsters to become mechanics. One Why of the, is that? Well, it. Uh, one is of there's it, so many people stuck on the fact that 
that you have to be STEM, science, technology, engineering, math, which certainly would apply anyway. And they don't understand that what today's auto auto uh, technicians are are truly IT people. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I feel. And you guys, you guys may get upset with me. Go for it. Do it. I'm real and raw with you people. You Do know it. this. I think our industry did it to ourselves. How? And I'll tell you how. Uh-huh. We didn't pay enough. Oh. We didn't train enough. Right. And we didn't give folks respect where they deserve the damn respect. Right. And that's straight up. And I'm telling you, uh, Ranch Nation, and I, I don't want to go overboard here, people. I know you, you. there's some of you guys listening, younger wrenches, played with it a little bit, liked it. But, you know, I don't know if I can get into it because, boy, everybody treats me like a dog. I'm going to give you the story. Okay. Tyler. I championed Tyler. Sure. Tyler is a former student of EVIT, went here for auto and welding. That's right. And Tyler, we had, I call them auditions, their interviews, whatever you want to call them. Sure. But I, I interviewed a couple of the EVIT students. and they were. Both. I want to ask you a question, though. When you do an interview, what does that interview consist of? I'm old school. Okay. Show up. Right. When you say you're going to show up. Right. Dress respectfully. Right. I'm not saying you don't have to have, you know. You ever give me any problem-solving situations in that interview? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you that it's basic. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. And listen, let me tell you, I'm not hiring for any corporation. I, I mean, I'm not a simpleton that way, but I look for a firm handshake. I look for someone to show up on time. And, you know, you pull the trigger in entry level. But I want to get back to Tyler. I think it's important. Yes. Because we're talking about... Maybe some of you want to get in the business, but, you know, your uncle who did it for 10, 12, 15, 20 years said, no, nah, buddy, you don't want to get in this business. It's, it, they, they treat you, you know, they don't pay enough. And, and well, we did it. We did it. Our industry did it to ourselves. And I'll be the first to say that. And we can turn it around. And Wrench Nation is a part of that. And the thing is, if you are interested, you got to test drive. You have to not just sell yourself on an interview. We all think about that. Interview 101, sell yourself on the interview. Right. Well, I'm here to tell you, I don't care what level you are, you need to interview the person or group or corp company for their culture. Sure. Culture, Steve, is something we forget about. Yeah. Now, you may have benefits. Well, I think when I go into an interview and I tell my students when they go into an interview, they want to do research about the company they're going to try to work for. They want to find out, like, you know, if I were going to, to your place at Desert Car Care of Chandler, I would want to know how long you've been in business. I want to know a little bit about you. I'd Google you, Frank. I'd find out who you are. I'd want to know the people I'm working for and the people I'm working with. And I might even stop by or in, and even talk to some people in there and just get the feel of the place. Well, I want to hear from you guys. You guys are listening. I know you heard what we said. You're listening. You heard. Did you hear what we said? Maybe you've been in that situation. And we're talking automotive. But tell us your experience. You, you love what you do. You love the industry you're in, but you've been hit upside the head by a few roadblocks, and that's usually by way of piss-poor culture or some individual that supposedly called him the manager. Right. He's the manager. He's not a manager, is he? So call us. We want to hear. I'd love to hear. It's 480-655-8870. And in terms of Tyler, I want to finish this up real quick with Tyler because I'm really proud of this kid. Uh, and I'm actually very proud of all these students here attending uh, the East Valley Institute of Technology, the automotive program. It ain't easy. It's new. It's it's hard. Right. It, you know, there's not much money in the beginning. You, somebody says you got to buy all these tools. But Tyler has championed his way. And if, Tyler, you're listening, I'm proud of you, brother. 
And But Tyler, it's not over for Tyler because Tyler's got a mission, and it's not just to become a great wrench. He's going to help others, and that's what it's about. Now, I'm not saying everybody's got to do this sort of crazy business plan. Frank's one. He says you got to help everybody. You just do the best you can for you, and don't let anybody stop you in regards to what it is you want to do. In this case, automotive. There are good garages. See, now, I, I would love this to be in an interview, and you tell me if you've ever done this. I mean, like, what are you, what, you, if you come in there and you're supposed to be an experienced mechanic, do you put him on the floor right there and say, here, you got to do this? Is that, is that something you would or would not do? Well, when you're talking about a seasoned mechanic, there's, right. it's as a whole, you know, a master technician. Right. An L1 advanced. Right. That could be a five-hour interview. Okay. And that could be uh, within, you know, if, they, if that individual was referred. Right. Right. And look, a lot of us know, know who's who on the grapevine as far as some of our lead top certified technicians. First off, they don't leave. My guy, knock on wood, yep. I treat him like gold. I like to pride myself in how we treat our people, but he ain't going anywhere. Right. He won't go anywhere. But some of you out there that are bouncing around and, and you're trying to figure out what, you know, where's the fit, I would say to you to answer your question, Steve, you, you know, that interview may be a little bit more intense, but an entry level, right. there's not much to go sure. on. I say, look, get back to basics. A good handshake. Right. I like a nice handshake. Right. I'm old school. Somebody now, who can look you in the eyes, Frank. Now Somebody who can look you in the eyes. Yeah. And I got to communicate uh, with you. Luca. Luca is a 16-year-old. Yep. Uh, he started with us. He's mentoring at our garage. And you garage owners out there, I'm calling you people because we need to do a better job mentoring our kids, right? Yeah, I'm preaching, but I'm calling you. You guys need to come on board to EBIT. They've got a fantastic program. Please. And we need to mentor these kids. Who else is going to do this? Yep. We're telling these kids to go out, spend a whole lot of money on tools to make minimum wage, and then here's a broom for a year. Right. We got to do a better job. No. We What's gotta the do point? Better, we got to do a better job. What's the point? That's it. Yep. That's it. So yep. I'm sorry to rant. I love you people. You know that, but I'm going to give you the real and raw, and that's that. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. All right. Unfortunately, the real and raw is, you know, you can get tickets. We had a show some time ago about some of the funky tickets that you can get. But this is absolutely outrageous, Steve. Uh Uh-oh. A cop pulls over a driver. For what? Gives him a $117 ticket for what? Singing. He was singing. Yes. What the heck is going on with this? He was singing. Not in the shower. No, in the car. In the car. Oh my god. Is this in Montreal? It's just ridiculous. Montreal police give a motorist a $117 ticket. They pulled him over <laughs> in late September. And his alleged crime, he was loudly singing. Now, in all fairness, this may be a little oddity in timing, and this is from our friends at autoblog.com. But he was singing loud to begin with. He opened the window up, and he was still singing yeah, loud. Yeah, still. Come and on. And that officer should have said, oh, okay, uh, what key is that? We'll sing in harmony. No, they wouldn't have done that. But, Come on. But anyway, that was your weird automotive news. Be careful how you sing when the police pull you over, please. That could be a violation. <laughs> this is Wrench Station, of course. Every week you hear it on 88.7 The Pulse. 480-655-8870 is our phone number. If you ever want to call or text, please, we want to hear from you. We'll be here every Wednesday at 4 o'clock. And I got to tell you guys, you guys are unbelievable, incredible. You've been with us since day one. Yep. Tell a friend, share it out, and remember, we are with you 24-7. iTunes podcast, WrenchNation.tv. You ever have a question, Wrench Nation on Facebook, Twitter? Make sure you reach out. We'll respond to you, and uh, hey, this is our show. If you got any ideas for shows in the future, come on, bring it on, get it on, and uh, 
We'd love to have you. And as I say every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.